Welcome to the Homeschool High School Podcast, brought to you by SevenSistersHomeschool.com and the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. So we are here today to talk about career exploration in high school for the transcript and for real life. And I'm Vicki Tillman, and I am here with... Kim Smythe. And we don't have Sabrina with us today. We're sad. I know, we miss her. There's an empty chair. Well, there's an empty space where the chair would be. But we're in her garage anyway. (laughs) We are. Her lovely son is upstairs making breakfast. <laughs> yeah. So we were just together with the seven sisters for a prayer meeting, all but Sabrina, who yeah. wasn't here. And uh, we pray for our people that we know and people we don't know. Absolutely. So today we're going to talk about career exploration. Yay! And uh, so we were thinking about, Kim and I, that sometimes when our kids do career exploration, they have it nailed. In fact, they hardly even need it because they were born knowing. So, like, your husband... I happen to be married to one of those people. Yeah, I didn't know him at the time, but my husband said, I think, somewhere sixth grade or so, he used to go play pool with his neighbor up the street. And his neighbor's dad was an accountant, and they would have to move the accounting papers off the pool table to get to the pool table, and he started asking the dad about the papers, and he decided he wanted to be an accountant, and 50-some years later, he's still an accountant, and he still loves it. I, if I had to move accounting papers off of a pool table, I would just have nightmares <laughs> off of that, so there must be a calling or something. I think it is, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and my daughter was kind of born mm-hmm. wanting to be a photographer. And I remember when she was in high school, I said, we are so doing career exploration because I'm sure that you can't make a living off of being a photographer. And so I made her take the career exploration, sevensistershomeschool.com. Good stuff. And do apprenticeships and all kinds of things. And finally, one of my friends said, you know... I used to be a photographer before I got married, and I made good money, and why don't you just let her explore her interests? And I'm like, I know this. I tell my clients this all the time. (laughs) Listen to what you say. (laughs) So moms do not know all. No, we don't. No, we don't. And we need to let God be in control. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely, yeah. So she has her degree in fine arts and photography, and she makes a very nice living off of that. And she does beautiful work. Indeed. She really does, yeah. And then I have sort of a different extreme. I had my two youngest... Um, you know, you at that age where you're asking kids, oh, what do you think you might want to be when you grow up when they're itty bitty? You know, and some of them, I want to be an astronaut or I want to be a whatever. They had a list, no lie, of 20 things they wanted to be, including a an obstetrician, a paramedic, and the person who fills the vending machine at the pool. <laughs> That's a great career goal. <laughs> it really is. One of my kids, when he was a little guy, yeah. his big brother and he were talking about what they were going to be when they grew up. And the, the older one was saying he was going to be a police officer or something at that time. And he asked his little brother what he's going to be. And his little brother said, a lizard. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. So we, we all have different goals. Oh, we do. We do. And sometimes our kids have no idea what they want to do. Yes. My uh, One of my kids just was so open to whatever God was going to put on his heart, but he just had no idea. He Indeed. really had no clue. For one brief moment, 
he thought he wanted to be in the NHL, and but that was kind of a fleeting. It thing. came and it went. Huh? Came and it went, and um, and he was so open, and he would go on these mission trips. I think praying and hoping that God would just like hit him with that lightning bolt and say, "You will be a blank," you know. Yes. And he would have done whatever God asked of him. I know, and still will. Um, but um, then he thought he would explore um, maybe music education. And uh, had the mm-hmm. really cool opportunity to get a part-time job through a friend of a friend, uh, to get a part-time job where he was teaching music to little kids. And he very quickly decided he loves music and he loves the idea of little kids, but he doesn't love working with them and wiping <laughs> their noses and taking them to the bathroom and all those things. All the peripheral things yeah. that were not full of joy for him. Exactly. that wasn't his calling. Yep. And then all of a sudden he, but again, through music, found somebody else um, who had studied career or criminal justice. And he said, wow, that sounds kind of interesting. And boom. So he found it. He yeah. It was a much different route than he would have liked, but he found it. So music became more of an avocation for him, like mm-hmm. playing in a praise band at church, right? Yep. Yep. He played in the praise band for about five years at church and really liked it. And uh, he's off now because he's getting ready to go to law school and he's trying to focus on his schoolwork and his job. Having some priorities there. Yep. yep. Yeah. My, my oldest son was always wanting to be a career computer guy, you know, like computer Mm. programming and all those things. So he got his bachelor's in computer science and right toward the end of his last semester, like getting ready to graduate, his uh, professors that it was, you know, small college. So they, all the professors knew all the kids. They set him down. They said, you need to be a philosophy major. (laughs) And so he calls me up on the phone and says, what do you think about this? And I said, you know, Really, everybody else is getting a kick out of, you know, ones and zeros, and you're having the ideas behind it. Wow. And so he went and got his Ph.D. in philosophy and taught college level and is now integrating both his computer and his his philosophy in the work that he does now writing courses for an online company. So he works for uh, uh, Podago, which develops online courses for professionals. Cool. So I love it when we do podcasts because I learn things that I yeah. didn't know before. <laughs> so so he still does a lot of philosophy. Neat. Like he wrote Seven Sisters, yes. uh, our philosophy in four questions, which cool he did that at request of our kids mm-hmm. because our kids had wanted more amusing Micah philosophy because that was, he's just amusing. He is very amusing. And uh, that he co-authored with me the history and philosophy of the Western world. So, you know, he still has the, the residuals. Plus now he still has a podcast. So you should check out Top 40 Philosophy. Oh. Where it's a fun podcast where he t- takes uh, Top 40 songs from different eras and does philosophy with it. So you get humor and you get uh, cultural awareness and uh, and deep philosophical concepts. And, and I have, I am going to tune in because I highly recommend it. Micah spoke at our commencement, one of our kids' commencements, and did some of that stuff. And it was yeah. a hoot. It was great. So if you go to micatillman.com, you can get links to all that. Or all go to right. iTunes to Top 40 philosophy. So there's our plugs there for go. the day. Go Micah. So, uh, so what we want to talk about is the practicalness of how you get career exploration on the transcript. Yep. 
because we're all about you capture it on the transcript. Uh, so the kids need it for life preparation. They don't have to know everything, but they need to be able to capture it on the transcript. So um, Kim has taught career exploration at our local umbrella school. I do, and I use this wonderful text written by this wonderful woman named Vicki Tillman. <laughs> <laughs> It is a great resource. It really is. We also, on our site, have a... Uh, I know we usually do the plugs at the end, but mm -hmm. Sabrina's not here, so we're, we're going rebel here. Um, <laughs> we have a, a uh, free career exploration survey on our website, just to give you a little yeah. bit of a flavor. And then there's the whole resource, the career exploration right. book, which is great. Yeah, so. and there's a freebie career exploration in the Bible, which is just hilarious. Oh, yes, very. You know, how did God do career exploration with David and characters like oh, that? Yeah. So, yep. so part of career exploration is life experiences. You betcha. So God opens doors and closes doors and teaches us what we like and don't like or are called to or not a lot of times by what he brings across our paths. Mm-hmm. So we, we learn it by, in a positive way or a close the door yeah. kind of way. And both are really valuable. I try to, sometimes I think kids that I've worked with have really, uh, some of my own and some of the other students have just kind of looked at it like, oh, like that was a failure. And I'm like, no, God just showed you that that's, you know, he kind of cut off that, that branch and said, don't yeah. go there. Don't waste any more time there and freeze right. you up to look at something new. Because there's never a wasted experience. Never. And there's no one right way, way to, to homeschool. <laughs> Sorry, I had to get it in there somewhere. Yeah, indeed. <laughs> okay. so one, and then one way we do career exploration is for our kids to notice the role models that are in their lives. Oh, yes. Because God brings people across their paths. And, and like Doug and the, the accountant, who left papers on a pool table? Who would know that would form a kid's whole, you know, life? That's crazy. Yeah, it is crazy. But it was very effective. Yeah. 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 So the people that come across your path will either draw you towards something or maybe give you direction personally or mm -hmm. help close the door. <laughs> you bet. You bet. <laughs> I can remember walking into Spanish class in seventh grade and just walking out of Spanish class in seventh grade the very first day saying, I want to be a Spanish teacher. Like, and it was, it was because the Spanish teacher was uh, phenomenal. Indeed. It wasn't, a, I mean, I love Spanish. Yeah, but yeah. it was, it was the teacher. So she was a great role model. And yeah. that's it. You know, God used that to mm -hmm. shape your life is mm -hmm. having somebody that was a great role model in that career. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Well, so you have the kids, when you have the group class, mm -hmm. do interviews, right? I do, yeah. I found it's really important. I had one student last semester who wanted to be a bladesmith. And a I didn't know what a bladesmith was. Okay, what is a bladesmith? <laughs> a bladesmith is someone who makes swords. So well, think of go. like if you've had the experience of going to a Renaissance fair yeah or uh, like Colonial Williamsburg, or uh -huh. a historical reenactment, a plantation, something like that. It's sort of like a blacksmith, but they specifically make, make swords, swords and, and um, sharp-edged tools. Now this particular, and believe it or not, I was so excited. God is so good. Okay, I know a kid that used to be in my youth group at church when I was the youth director there, and he is a historical reenactor, and he just moved to work on a plantation down south somewhere. Um, and he actually works with a bladesmith. So <laughs> in, in only two, uh, two degrees of separation, we were able to find a bladesmith for my friend to interview. 
Um, and we found out bladesmiths not only can do that historical stuff, but they also make really nice knives, like kitchen uh, knives. Oh, so that's oh, how uh -huh. they sort of do the art and the creative part of what they do, uh -huh. but also can do a really good job making a living. How about that? That's interesting. Yeah. So cool. you were able to set up some interviews. Yep. Each of my kids was required to do at least two interviews. And we actually got together as a group because it's me and because it was our group. <laughs> um, but you could sort of totally do this on your own. But we got together and we brainstormed a list of questions that would be good to ask. Because sometimes, especially if the kids are on the younger side, they don't, they don't even know what to ask. Right. Um, and so, so helping them along a little bit with that. Exactly. Yeah. And then we encouraged them each to come up with a few more questions that were specific to their um, career area mm -hmm. or the person they were interviewing. And we had kids interview um, computer programmers and forensic scientists mm -hmm. and uh, sports. Uh, had somebody interviewed this equipment manager for the Washington Redskins. How cool is that? Yeah, it was really cool. And it was really neat how easily we were able to get to people in those fields, even when they were very obscure or relatively small fields. Um, and so the, what we found is a lot of them learned... They reinforced a lot of the knowledge or awareness mm -hmm. they already had, but they also learned really important things that you can't necessarily learn in a book or Indeed. from a thing. Mm -hmm. Like, what's it really like? What's the lifestyle like? What are right. the things you like and dislike? Um, for In the sports equipment, equipment manager area, one of the important questions, it was one of my daughters, um, and she wanted to know what's it like for women in this field because ah, uh -huh. most of the big teams that would be able to pay a lot of people and have more jobs are, are you know, mostly men's sports. So she was trying to figure out how that would all work, how the gender issues would work in the in the field. And certainly our bladesmith yeah. was trying to figure out, can I make a living doing this? Yes, and, indeed. So yeah. kids wouldn't necessarily be saying, I'm going to interview somebody because I want to find out if this is the career for me, but can do it for gathering information. So, you know, just getting experience in the field. Absolutely. Yeah. I encourage them to do one that was something they thought they might want to do mm -hmm, mm -hmm. or the closest facsimile thereof, yes, depending yes, on where mm -hmm. they are. And the other one, I encourage them to do something that they had never heard of before or try to awesome. like yeah. or that they knew very little about. So to kind of, because some of them came in very narrow, like they had a really strong idea already. And um, I wanted to see if we could broaden their horizons a little. And some of them, their parents weren't as thrilled with, with their choices for different reasons. So I thought, well, let's try to give them a yeah. chance, you know, see if, if God wants to throw something, we'll, yeah. we'll give them an easy way to do it. And that's a good way to get kids who don't have a clue, mm. you know, just to hear what people do for a living oh, yeah. helps their little brains get going. You know, there are all kinds of opportunities out there and they don't have to have already been exposed to everything and know everything. So some interviews is a good way to start. Yeah, and I really liked too that we used some of the some of the discussion areas from from your book, Vicky, um, for help to help the kids think about things not just what the job entails, but then what's the lifestyle like. Like Vicky's book will really help your students think about what are the important things in their life. What do they want their life to be like time wise. What, are they, what kind of lifestyle do they want? You know, if they want a very, um, a, a certain lifestyle, they may need to be thinking they might need to make a certain income to, to support Indeed. that lifestyle. Yeah. And if that's not as important to them, then they have more flexibility and that sort of thing. And those are really important things 
um, not to let the kids limit those things, but just to be aware. To be aware. Like, uh, if uh, for a young person, they need routines mm -hmm. and the idea of a career that would keep them out late at night or have irregular hours, mm. and if routine is their soul, yes. then uh, that kind of career would be a terrible thing. So to spend time saying, what? Who am I? Yes. What's my values? So I, I need routine, or I, I don't care about routine, or I need a big income, or who cares about income? Although they might need to do some financial literacy before they can really answer that one. That's um, right. If yeah. they need community involvement, or you know, if you got an extrovert, mm -hmm. um, then maybe a career as in a cubby at the far corner of the bank isn't going to be best fit. Absolutely, absolutely. And even, you know, are they willing to travel? Some jobs, especially mm -hmm. in certain situations, they give a lot of the travel to the young people because they're energetic yes. <laughs> and, they, and they're more interested. And so does the idea of traveling, does that fit with your schedule? Right. You know, do you, um, you know, what kind of family situation are you in? And do you, you know, do you want to have a big family? Do you want to have a small family? Do you want to have pets? Are you going to be responsible for getting home? Right. All kinds of like things that they don't necessarily think of that they don't need to have answers to. But need but to be, are, yeah, exploring the ideas. Yeah. We, we had one of the young people we advised years ago, and she was very bright and wanted to be a vet. Mm. Always wanted, in fact, wanted to be a large animal vet. And mm -hmm. we live in a part of the country where there's lots of opportunities for that. So she did her education and she did her career exploration. And she did her values, you know, doing the, the mm, workbook. Yeah. And uh, what she wanted was that routine nine to five because she wanted to be married and have family and, you know, have mm. that time with family. So when she did an apprenticeship with one of the large animal vets, she found out on the drop of a dime, she was out the door with that vet at all hours of the day and night doing oh, things. Yeah. And after a few months of that, she decided that that was not her career. <laughs> there you because go. Because it did not fit with her values of the, the time, routine, and family. And how valuable to know that then. Right. Rather than like halfway through vet oh, school my goodness, or something yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. So, so one of the values um, is self-knowledge, mm -hmm. to, to be aware of how God made us. Mm -hmm. So what are some of the things that you've done in the class to help your kids kind of oh. get to know themselves? Vicki and I love to play with all these kinds of oh, things. Oh my goodness, this is the best yeah. thing ever, yes. We're, we're huge Myers-Briggs fans. Yes. Someday we should just do a podcast about Myers-Briggs just for fun. Love, love, love Myers-Briggs. Um, yes. So Myers-Briggs, so if, you, if, you want, if you've never done it and you want to check it out yourself or for your students, um, you can go to humanetrics.com, I believe it is. Yeah. Yeah, it's human metrics, Met all yep. one all one word dot com. We're not affiliates. Nope, it's just free. Yep, and yep. they have uh, the their version is the Young Typology Test. That's mm -hmm. J U N G, named yes. after Carl Jung, who yeah, after, kind of invented all this. Right? So, yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's a really really fabulous tool. Um, it helps you get to know yourself. Yes, it helps you get to know others and the people that you would work with. Uh, so it's very valuable in all kinds of settings. And the way that I like to use it in career exploration is to help students. So some kids have different levels of self-knowledge. Some know uh -huh. exactly who they are, uh -huh. exactly what they want, and they are very proud of it or very comfortable in their skin Indeed. and confident in who they are. And others aren't maybe so aware um, or others are aware, but they're not so comfortable or whatever. 
Um, and I love it because it's totally non-judgmental. Indeed, and encouraging. Yes, absolutely. Very validating, mm -hmm. I think. Mm -hmm. um, and it encourages you to, to um, that the, the person who takes the assessment is the one who is the ultimate validator and says, yes, this is me, or no, I don't think that was accurate. Um, but it helps people look at um, their personal strengths and skills and styles and talks about things like where you get your energy and how you gather information and um, how you make decisions and things like that, which is really helpful to know Indeed. when you're thinking about careers. Yeah. And it doesn't mean that you can, and it, you can even find out what are some typical careers that people who are like me have Indeed. and like. Yes. And it doesn't limit you, but it, it gives some direction. It gets things started. Mm -hmm. And then uh, just to spend time getting people to say, um, what do you see in me? So yes. we, we have the kids ask their parents or people who are close to you, what, what do you see as my strengths? Mm -hmm. uh, the kids should know what their weaknesses are. Mm -hmm. Like for me, I, I know I could never work in a bank because I can't count to three, you know, like <laughs> successfully. <laughs> So it just don't work. But yeah. people, I like people. So oh, yeah. I, being a counselor and a coach, you do people is very a well. Good yes. thing, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So we and I do use a few other things. Um, Vicky had recommended actually to all of my children um, as they were getting closer to graduation, uh, strengths-based leadership. Uh, indeed. Yeah, mm -hmm. which is uh, Gallup uh, organization yeah. has an online thing, and it was originally written by Tom Rath. R-A-T-H, uh, great resource as yeah. well. Um, different take, different spin, but very similar concept to the Myers-Briggs. Yeah. yeah, and so that and StrengthsFinders, all the same mm -hmm. kind of thing, and they give you a lovely report that the kids can use to look up jobs and do personal development, and we're not affiliates, we just like it. That's right, absolutely. Yeah, really, really good stuff, really good stuff. Yeah. And then a lot of kids don't know their interests. I mean, really, mm -hmm. you know, it's part of being a teenager is for mm -hmm. most kids, they really don't know. Mm -hmm. So we were talking to Sabrina's son yep. uh, just a little while ago and saying, what, what would you recommend that young people do to, to start career exploration? And he said, look at your hobbies. Yes, which is a great piece of advice. Yeah. So he said, you might not end up with that as a career. But just starting to lean into that interest, you know, okay, I do mm -hmm. have interests. There are things about me that are worth exploring. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. My, uh, my youngest uh, play ice hockey. And so originally they were interested in coaching. And then they've kind of, it's, it's been a process. They've decided maybe coaching isn't exactly realistic or the, or the right thing because um, they didn't see themselves being teachers, and that's a primary ah, pairing indeed. with coaching. Yes. Um, but now they're still looking to be in sports and wellness-related fields. That would fit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like a, a little a little journey, but started yeah. by their interests. Yeah. yeah. Which yeah. means, uh, just like for everybody, we might, a man's mind plans his way, but God directs yeah. the path. So. And, and then one of the things the kids need to do then is, is do some exploring with the interest. And mm -hmm. one of the best freebies mm -hmm. is at uh, mynextmove.com. Oh, no. Dot org, I think. I think dot org. So it's uh, the U.S. Department of Labor's interest survey. Mm -hmm. And it's a really, really good one. Yeah. And it's free, which makes it really, really good. That makes good. it good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, so the, it helps the kids to see in writing how their interests might tie into different career fields. Mm -hmm. And it also has links to 
um, the Department of Labor's Occupational Outlook. And uh, you click the link and you go to a page where it tells like how green that career is, which is the new hip thing. Yeah. Um, what the outlook is, is like, what's the opportunity for employment? Because, you yeah. know, what if you go into a really cool field and there are no jobs, they all got outsourced to mm -hmm. India and nobody's getting hired there. Mm -hmm. um, what the pay is, what educational level, what, what kind of physical activities involved. So really good exploration tool. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, so any any things you do in your class with the interest things? That oh, we we definitely do the go through all of those. I usually do one of them with them. I think it's occupational outlook is a little bit less user friendly, so it, to speak. It, it's a government site, so yeah. it's kind of clunky. clunky. Yeah, yeah. So we usually do that one together because a lot of times they, when I didn't do it together, the kids came they, back and said, "Oh, I couldn't do it." it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So we do that together, um, and we just continually kind of. Uh, they kind of each week in between they go home and and do another set of some mm -hmm. kind of kind of uh, inventory or another and then mm -hmm. come back and share their feedback and then I ask them what do they see in each other indeed um, indeed and how do they see that fitting or not fitting or yeah. whatever yeah that's such an important thing because kids at teenage years doubt themselves so much oh, all yes. the teenage angst and so to hear somebody else say something positive about them sometimes is really good for their soul, mm -hmm. but helps calibrate them too. Like, you know, quit kicking yourself. God put this here. Oh, yeah. And so it's, it's very good for them. It is. It is. It's very encouraging. Yeah. All right. Yep. So one of the things that kids need to do, I'm, I'm so serious about this, is as they go through this process, so they do some exploration, they they've done interests, they've done values, is then to sit down and do a personal mission statement. Mm. Not kidding. Oh, so cool. Yeah. So cool. Like, what are they about, yeah. really? And, and you can't do that mission statement until you've done those other things. So it's, mm -hmm. it's a prerequisite to have those other things done. But uh, what, the way we got this done is Sabrina has this marvelous like how to write your personal mission statement step by step and she just guides the kids right through that mm -hmm. and as folks that are old oh yeah we should do that too periodically That's a great tool for anybody really yeah i i wrote my personal mission statement unfortunately before i ever met sabrina um but the thing i like about the whole personal mission statement thing and and the timing that vicky's suggesting is you really can't like she said you can't do it at the very beginning you can't no. do it in a vacuum because mm -mm. you most of us especially when we're teenagers can't put our hands on that kind of thing i think i was in my 40s i think when i wrote mine and i still had a little <laughs> bit of a hard well, we're time. always growing we, that's yes, right yes. we are always growing and maybe my 30s i don't know yeah. and uh but what i found is it's a huge piece of the puzzle because your mission statement can be very closely tied to your career exploration and your career choices but it also, um, it, it is the priority and it is the guiding force. And then the career stuff can fall under that. So it's, it's sort of like, it's sort of like you're working on the, on the close up stuff. Um, like if you're, you know, I don't know if you're knitting something or whatever, you know, you're working on all the close up stuff or a cross stitch or something. And then you kind of put it down and you take a step back. Then you can see like, oh, wow, that's how that piece yes, looks together. Oh. Um, and, and then you can go back to the close-up stuff and work the more details. So I think it's a really neat fit in there. 
So then the kids need to try these things out really like our, our little young one that did the veterinary thing and found out this is so not a good fit oh yeah play dress up with your career stuff you know it, yes like, yeah just, that's a good metaphor <laughs> uh, just, you know me i like to play um, <laughs> but but truly just yeah. get in there and and see what it's like get um uh, my a couple of my kids have worked at our local minor league baseball stadium. Indeed. And so they've gotten to see some of the different aspects of what it would be like to help run a and, and just to sports. be immersed in that atmosphere. Mm-hmm. And so what it didn't do is turn them off to no. it. They mm-hmm. keep going back every year and doing some more work there. You bet. You bet. And they've um, tried volunteer volunteer things is another way absolutely like we we love apprenticeships and they can be very formal Mm -hmm. and there's some great resources in vicky's uh book about how to you know make connections and and you can make those as formal or informal as you like um but also even just um just simpler you know uh relationship part-time jobs things like that where they can get a chance to work in that field and yeah. Kind of see what's going on. Um, Seth's had some really cool opportunities with the, with music things that he's done. Yeah, it's it's been a really good experience for him. Of course, he's now at college level, but uh, he does um, volunteer work at the college in the, his department with community events and playing at community events and, and um, organizing community events. So being in a good atmosphere where he just goes in and says, what can I do to help? Mm. So for high school level, I I know my son and daughter, um, my son that we interviewed the other day, so Ezra, was into cinematography and he volunteered at Urban Promise, which is a local ministry in the city that helps educate kids, you know, to Mm. get them out of the poverty cycle. And uh, so he did some film promotions for Mm -hmm. them. And my daughter, being in the photography, volunteered there and did photography promotions Mm -hmm. for them for several years. Mm -hmm. Um, So Ezra's filled their banquets and and all that. And then they can use that information then to spread the word more about Mm -hmm. Urban Promise. And what it did for both of them was give them some cool connections oh, yeah. and the the richness of having given into a worthwhile cause mm-hmm. but it also told them hey i, I still like this even mm-hmm. though i've been volunteering doing that oh yeah very validating yeah absolutely so trying yeah. it out is an important thing mm-hmm. you betcha all you right betcha. so the the reason why we've gone through all these steps is because we want to help kids to really do some good exploration while they are in high school. Not that they have to know everything, but that they can just relax Mm -hmm. and and explore and get to know themselves and try things and then let God direct their paths. You betcha. And I, you know, it's funny, a lot of people hear career exploration and they think, oh, junior, senior level year. I encourage people do it a few times, honestly. Yeah. Ninth grade, tenth grade, twelfth oh, grade, like like absolutely. Yes, absolutely. Es- especially because it's so hard for for any of us, I think, yeah. especially at that young age, to know in a world with so many options, right. which is such a blessing Indeed. to know what you want to do. Um, and so I always encourage people to try to do it at least twice, once mm-hmm. like ninth or tenth grade and once older. You could even you know, if you're doing it as a family, you could even do it family or co-op with yeah even oh it's youngers. a wonderful co-op thing yeah, yeah. and um yeah great co-op thing um because what i'm thinking about is just the um 
Uh, what am I thinking about? <laughs> <laughs> I squirrel oh, went right by the window. I got, and there it, went, I yeah. got it back. Um, just the whole idea of, you know, in your, you're planning your high school coursework. Indeed. By cycling right on back after a very long detour. So <laughs> cycling back to the transcript. Yes. Um, is that, you know, what you think is going to be your, your future or your child's future is going to inform how you choose your high school coursework. Indeed. And so if you wait until your junior or senior year, you might find that there's something there that you didn't know, but you may have, and I've seen this in, in some of my own children as well as in some, some of the kids that we work with, is um, you change gears partway through Indeed. and people who thought they weren't going to go to college um, you know, had a different career focus, all of a sudden thought, you know what, actually I'm really kind of interested in this and that does require college. And so then all I'm of a sudden we're shifting. And yes. then we're scrambling and we're thinking, what, you know, what do mm-hmm. I need to do now? Uh, so, you know, God has his own timing and it's yeah. always perfect. And there's not one right way, way to, to, do. to do career exploration, <laughs> yes, right? Or to do high school or to do homeschool yeah. or all these things. So as kids do all of these different career exploration experiences, they can log hours. Mm-hmm. So they get some of those Carnegie hours to earn a credit in, and it's an elective credit. Mm-hmm. But it makes a transcript rich to have various experiences. So you put it under career exploration. Mm-hmm. And you can detail it out. You know, it's good to keep uh, some written background um, or resume. So all of that information is in the Seven Sisters Homeschool.com Career Exploration Bundle. Because yep. all the things we do with our kids, we put it in one step-by-step place for other families to, mm-hmm. to enjoy. Yep. So, and, and another plug, we're full of plugs today. Yes, we are. VickiTillmanCoaching.com. I've been advising kids in this career exploration stuff for almost 20 years. So. And I will just tell you, because, you know, Vicki, she's pretty humble. She's not going to tell you herself, but she truly is amazing. She really, really helps students kind of get in touch with who God made them to be and it's not about even what they think or want you know the down at the core when you tap into who god made you to be then that will your your will will fall right in line with his and that's what you want and she just is such an affirming validating gentle wise incredible woman i'm so blessed to have her as a friend so we coach over email or skype Mm -hmm. even if you're not local so wonderful well we better wrap it up we so should. please, everybody, go visit us at iTunes, if you can, please, and leave some stars mm-hmm. and a review, and that helps other homeschool high schooling parents find us. Mm-hmm. And check us out at um, the Homeschool High School podcast on Facebook yeah. or sevensistershomeschool.com on Facebook. And we better stop. So we should, yeah. Thank you for joining us at the Homeschool High School podcast brought to you by Seven Sisters Homeschool.com and the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. <laughs>